Welcome to Synergetic Culture, where we exist to provide practical and tangible content to help you build a synergetic culture. Here's the dichotomy though. Culture is formed either by design or by default. A culture by design, when adopted by the people within the culture, has a multiplying effect in the way it builds the organization and the individuals within it. And this, my friends, this is a synergetic culture. So how do we create a culture by design? What fundamentals and tactics and principles build a synergetic culture? Well, you've come to the right place. So no matter where you find yourself in your career, this podcast is for you. And with that being said, let's jump into today's episode of Synergetic Culture. Welcome to Synergetic Culture and welcome to episode 14 of our show. Today's episode is called Start With The A. Now, I want to take you back a couple of years. If you're listening to this, then you've probably gone through some form of education, whether it be grade school and, and some college, grade school, grade school, college, combination of that. When we were in, I say we because I'm including all of you listeners into this, but when we were in grade school, there was a model at which we, we had in place where you started the semester or the year with an A in your classes. You started with uh, uh, that, that passing grade. And as you completed assignments and were given tests, your grade only went down if you didn't do so well on the assignment or the test. And as, as, uh, uh for some of us, that was the experience through uh, high school and through college. But for me personally, I experienced a shift when I got to college, the institution that I went to actually started you with a zero. And in the syllabus, you could see the exact amount of points that it would take to uh, accrue over the course of the semester to earn your way to the A. Now, I thought that was such a good model for education. I think it taught and instilled values of, of what it means to work hard for something, to not have the instant gratification of starting with the A. You know, for me, there were there were a couple of classes that I knew were going to be challenging, and for me to accomplish uh, assignments and objectives and papers and midterms and do all the things that I needed to do to earn the points, it gave me a longer, more gradual satisfaction, and where I ended the class, earning the A. I think that's such a good model. It's so good for people to realize that it's going to take time to accomplish things and to achieve things. And I've noticed that that model is really um, adaptable to being on a team, to the workforce, a career, a business, an organization, a volunteer group. When it comes to your responsibilities of your role, the tasks that you're given, you know, the objectives of your job, if you're new to a team or an organization, then it makes sense that you'll be almost asked to earn the A. You've got to earn whether it's it's the, the onboarding process, getting through the probationary period. Um, it, it could be just the ramp up time that it takes to be fully ramped up and up to speed with your role. And in that scenario, it's a perfect place for that model of earning the A. Now, what I've seen happen, and it's a, a, a grave mistake is that 
some people go ahead and apply that model to the respect and value that's placed on a person when they join a new team. And let me tell you something. When I've seen it happen, it does nothing but damage the culture. See, when it comes to respect and value, you have to start with the A. You got to go back to the old school way of doing it if we're using that grade school analogy. When somebody enters a team or an organization, they came because they qualified for an interview. They had value that was seen by a hiring manager or a decision maker, and then they were brought onto that team. Therefore, they have value immediately on day one, and they should be treated with respect. But all too often, I see the mentality of earning the A bleed into this period of getting to know somebody and them being new to the team that they almost get treated with with less respect, we devalue the person, and it's almost a, an attitude of hazing. Like they've got to earn everything in order to be accepted. That doesn't breed a healthy culture. So the idea here is that maybe somebody does need a probationary period. You know, when, when, when you come into a position. I've had a couple of them in my, in my career so far where, you know, the first three months, you're not actually guaranteed the full position. That, that happens from time to time. Maybe you don't get full benefits until you make it through the 90-day probationary period. That happens to, to in, in positions as well. Um, maybe it'll take time to ramp and onboard. And so you're not going to be doing the full responsibility of your job, and therefore you're earning, maybe it's checkpoints or trainings and different certifications that you have to have to earn your way to that A where you're now fully ready to take on the, the, the entirety and responsibility of your job. Here's another one. Will it take time to build trust? Absolutely. It will take time to build trust with the, the new people that enter a team. If, if you're new to the team or somebody new is joining the team, the dynamic shifts, it changes. We've all experienced that. And it takes time to build trust with the people around you. But that doesn't mean that we lower their value and, and not treat them with respect. We can't miss the one important place where we actually have to start with the A, and that's the respect and the value that we give somebody. So how do we remember this? Okay, and I'm not just speaking to the leader of the team. I'm speaking to everybody listening because as, as a member of a team, you have the potential to impact the people around you. You can do things. You can treat people with respect and show that they have value as a peer, and that can set the tone and the example for the rest of the peers on how we act and respond to new people joining the team. So this is not just a message for a manager or a leader. It's a message for, for everyone. And here's, here's how I think we can do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something that I wish I could take credit for because it's super catchy and it rhymes a little bit. And, um, I like it a lot. I'm not going to take credit for it. I can't, I can't figure out who wrote it. So if that person ever listens to this, thank you. Here's your credit uh, because I would like to give credit for it. But I think it's a great mindset and almost mantra for statements that I think help us be in that mindset um, that doesn't just 
address this one thing of treating new people with like, like, like they already have the A starting with the A, but it just makes you a better teammate, a better leader and a better person on a team. So here's, here's what it is. Attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect and mirror what you admire. I'm going to say it again. Attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you admire. Now, I'm going to break it down. So let's start with the first line, attract what you expect. To me, personally, I struggled with this first line when I first read this because it's like, how do you tell somebody to attract? The rest of it, I can flesh it out pretty easily. But but what I've come to terms with is the way that you attract what you expect is starts with your mindset starts with the thoughts that you have and the belief that you have in in whatever the expectation is and here we're talking about treating somebody with value and respect but this is applicable to multiple facets of life so it starts with the mindset the next the next line is reflect what you desire reflection is action. What, what actions are you actively taking to be exactly what you desire? If you want somebody who is on time and a go-getter and um, perseveres and works hard and is collaborative, then you've got to put those actions into place and be that. You got to set the example. That's, that's what reflect what you desire means. The third line is become what you respect. The way that you become what you respect, when I, when I read this line, I thought about the different people in my life that I look up to and I respect. I could look at the several people that have been interviewed on this podcast up until this point. Those people have done things and have habits and, and, and uh, attitudes that they've put into their life that, that I respect and that I want to emulate and practice. And the way that you become that is through discipline and habits. I talked about it a few weeks ago. It's that one degree better. This is where that comes into play, where you become what you respect by doing, by disciplining and creating habits that help you to become that. And then finally, the last line, mirror what you admire. And that's, again, action, looking at people and 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 leaders that are in your life that you want to reflect and mirror exactly who they are and what they do and being somebody that mirrors that. There are people that I work with today and I hear them say things and I go, I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm, I'm going to use that. I, I want to say that. I'm going to mirror what you, are, what you are, are, are imparting on me because I admire it. Sometimes my, my manager or director will come to me and say something and I will immediately turn around and, and point it towards my team. I'm mirroring that attitude towards the people around me. Now, when you do all, of, all four of these things, attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you admire, you do this and inadvertently you're going to treat people with more value. You're going to treat people with more respect. They're going to start with the A, but it's going to make you a better leader and a better teammate that ultimately builds a better culture and environment for people to be a part of. 
That's what building a synergetic culture is. So one more time, attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you admire. That is all for episode 14 of Synergetic Culture. Thank you for listening, and we will see you back next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more about Synergetic Culture, we invite you to go to SynergeticCulture.com. Sign up to receive our weekly podcast and blog, and then connect with us on social media. We want to be connected to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe to the podcast and then share our show with the people around you so they too can build a synergetic culture. This episode was written and recorded by Adam Bieber, founder and CEO of Synergetic Culture. Synergetic Culture is a registered trademark of Adam Bieber and the Synergetic Culture Company.